And now, the Awkward High Five Podcast presents Devin's Things I Like. I'm Devin, and this is what I really like. You want to know what I like? Playing guitar. There's nothing I love more than grabbing a hold of that thick slab of hardwood and working my hand up and down. I start off slow, but once I find the right rhythm, I'm off to the races while my fingers work their magic. Then, in what seems like an extremely short time later, I hit the crescendo and finish. But that's okay, because after a few minutes, it's time to start all over again. Masturbation, you're what I like. Wait, did I say masturbation? I make guitar... Wait, can you hear me over this? Yeah. I hear you good. All right, can you? You, uh, you know what that shotgun remind me of? Shotgun bang. What's up with that bang? I want to know. How does it hang? Is that it? Is that what it reminds you of? N- not the niece witness, no. My niece is my witness. Do you recall shotgun blast? You hurting? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I'm going to bring up a name that you probably haven't heard in a good while. Okay, please do. Joey McCarthy. <laughs> Better known as Beelzebub <laughs> Lucifer. Okay, number one, you know we shouldn't use full names on this show. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> the shotgun blast. Where is Where is that dude? I don't know. I was talking to someone recently, and they said they they thought they knew where he was, but uh, that could just be a a guess. But um, the last time I saw him was uh, was fuck. It had to be. 2008 2009 or something like that yeah just def- randomly at a random bar it was like oh shit <laughs> definitely in the single digits there was 2000s. definitely it was definitely still in the aughts uh-huh. as they say that's for sure but you don't remember the shotgun blast you hurting no do tell pray it, tell it was the uh shot that me and beelzebub made out made up ourselves at the bar oh i think i kind of remember this when we had to play that show in ub and, and me and him got completely annihilated, and I kept on screaming it out from behind the drums. Shotgun blast, you hurting? What was in a shotgun blast? You hurting? Um, I think it was, to my recollection, I think it was a mix between Zambuca Ugh. and Soko. Ugh. Oh, it was disgusting. So but, you just tried to fucking make the worst, uh, the worst shot ever made? The worst. But let me tell you, the power behind this drink that's why it was the shotgun blast you hurting <laughs> not shotgun blasts are heard right yeah right. shotgun blast you hurting i get it oh it was i, I get was, the cleverness of the situation uh, it's, i know i know you feel like it's totally really clever and i yeah i concur i concur my mind level is just you know superior <laughs> when it comes to wit but yeah, we got annihilated that. I don't, I don't think I played too bad, which I probably did, but I don't think I played too bad. But uh, yeah. if it's the show I'm thinking of, we played very badly that show because we were all really fucking hammered. Yeah. And uh, and we just didn't give a shit. You're talking about the show that we opened up for Mur- Murphy's Law, right? Uh, was it in Union Beach? Yeah. At Seven Days. 
Nate's, it, Nate's it, place. No, it wasn't there. I thought that was a great show. Oh no, we played horribly that show. Yeah, and that night the bartender was the chick I was trying to tell you about the other day with the amazing breasts. <laughs> that for all we know, she took her shirt off and it was two long dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that show was actually uh, way down the block where everything got destroyed by Sandy. It was it was a firehouse where. Um, where Jacobobs used to be across the street from there. Oh, I remember. That was like a VFW hall. Yeah. But yeah. how were you making shots at that? Oh, we were down the street. And I, th- oh. I think at the time it was called uh, Stevie G's still. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And he knew the bartender, and we were one of, we were two of maybe seven people in the place, and he just likes to buy shot after shot. Yeah, yeah. So we just started trying everything, mixing things, and he was all for it. And that's when we created the shotgun blast. You hurting? Well, I'm I'm proud of your shot. Thank you. I would never do that because they're they're oh, pro- that's probably the two liquors that I would never drink. That if you were to if you were to put a little fucking dropper of Jägermeister in there, that would be the trifecta of liquors that Dev is never fucking drinking. Yeah, I hate Jager. Jager. No. There was uh, a friend of ours. Um, used to he was uh he used to he was in the Air Force. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he used to come home, and he'd always want to go to. This is when we're like, create. This is like college years, and uh, he used to come home, and he'd want to go to the bar, and I, he'd be like, "Come to the bar," and I'd be like, "I can't. I don't have any fucking money to to go to the bar." And he'd be like, "Oh, don't worry about it. I'll pay for you. I pay for you." You know, this happened like a few times, and uh, so I'd be like, "All right," and we'd go to the bar, and he liked to take shots of Jägermeister, and since he was paying, I had to like do what he was buying, you know? Yeah. And there has never been a time in my life that I've taken a shot of Jägermeister that I haven't immediately thrown up. Oh, it, right it, after. It just hits my gag reflex like a big old dick. Uh-huh. And fucking, um, so, uh, this, this happened a few times. I'd go to the bar. He'd be, he'd be generously buying me beers and I, and I'd, and I'd be happy that I'm getting them because I was broke as fuck. Uh-huh. And, and, uh, and then, like clockwork, it would be after like three beers, it'd be like, let's take a shot. And I'd be like, okay. You had to oblige he'd, no matter what the shot was. He'd give me the shot of Jägermeister. I'd take the shot of Jägermeister. I'd sit there for, I'd suck it down. Then I'd sit there for a second and feel the water fucking work starting in my mouth, you know, like drizzling down and shit, knowing it's going down. I'd try to wait like enough time and I'd be like, oh man, really got to piss after those three beers. Go into the bathroom, throw the fuck up, come back out. Drink another three beers or four beers, and then let's take another shot. And it just went on like that. And there was like one night where I threw up like four times because of it. Well, that's the I don't know why. I, like I should have just said, "Hey, I can't fucking um, you know, I can't drink Jaeger." Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, that's the problem with Jaeger. I don't, uh, I don't understand or know how it became a shot to do while you're drinking and have a good time because Jaeger is in the same category as Zambuca. It's a it's a digestif, if you will. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm sorry. Is Sambuca in the shotgun blast? You hurting? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I I take that back. Then I I will I, and have and will continue to drink Sambuca. I love Sambuca, but when you mix it with something, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like I said. It's I think Sambuca is to Italy what Jägermeister is to Germany. It's a digestif that you have after a meal, and you just sip it as a liqueur or liquor, whatever. When you're done, is Sambuca Italian? Yes, I thought it was Greek. No, Sambuca. That's when you put the the three beans in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's Italian. One of one of my ex girlfriends, her 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 family was Greek, 
and uh, well, her father's was Greek at least, and um, that's where I learned about sambuca. Before I started dating her, I had no idea, and it was something that I never drank before. And then as I started eating dinner, like you know, like not every dinner, but you know, go out for Christmas dinner or whatever, Thanksgiving dinner, and everyone's all full. Mm-hmm. He'd always line up sambucas, and I'd drink it. And that shit actually works. Like if you're stuffed and you and you take a good shot or two of sambuca afterwards, it you will digest quicker right. than normal. It yeah. is a digestif. Yeah, the same as Jaeger. That's that's uh, the German digestif Jaegermeister. Right. Yeah. Okay. Even, even though you know German food, German liquor, none of it's good. It's weird because I guess when I think that's of, like if England came out with a shot, sambuca is like licorice, right? And yeah, I, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, like black licorice. Yeah, it's weird that I could drink sambuca and not Jägermeister because the reason that Jägermeister makes me throw up is because I can't stand black licorice. Mm-hmm. It's one of my least favorite things, and I like all types of food. And I cannot something about the smell and the taste of black licorice. But you know what? I never even put two and two together. That's how fucking stupid I am. That's all right. I still got you beat in the stupid category. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you though, what is the what is the worst shot that you've ever taken? Um. Does it? I mean, do joke shots count? I don't know what a joke. Well, shot Well, you know, I did the whole 20- like a slippery nipple or a blowjob. No, <laughs> well, you know, I did the twenty-one shots on my twenty-first birthday. You oh know? yeah, that's kind of. And hack. someone gave me the three wise men, oh. which is a shot. Yeah, and that actually fucks you up. But yeah, but no one should be drinking that stuff. Right. That's that's a or cool remember joke. Uh, the uh, what's the shot that dudes like that would like flex their fucking chest out and be be like I could take any sh-. oh the um, cement mixer oh yeah where you, it's, I forget what liquors it is but you mix them together and they turn to a solid and people would actually take that shot yeah and I'd always be like what are you trying to prove how about don't take this shot it's obviously not good for you just right. there's I, some whiskey right there take I, some whiskey I feel like that's a, a trick shot okay I I understand and what you're saying now. why people drink that to flex. Well, anytime I've ever seen somebody take, I've never been at a bar and seen somebody just saunter up to the to the bartender and be like, "Hey, can I get a cement mixer?" And then That's just while watching the game, just take a cement mixer. Anytime I've ever seen anybody take a cement mixer, it's it's always, "Look at me, everybody! Look what I'm about to do! Or it's, oh, how crazy Lord. is this?" You know, and you're just like, "All right, dude, whatever." Seriously, get a job. Right. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, but probably the worst shot I ever did by choice <laughs> or job. you know was uh, uh I remember um uh Tommy Boy mixed me a shot. We were at Stockton uh at B Court, you know, the apartment complex over from us. Right. And he was playing bartender behind the flipped couch. They okay. Had, yeah, they had a couple of liquors and he's playing bartender. And I could just imagine what cheap ass college fucking bullshit liquor was on. Oh man, he gave me I forget the whiskey or the scotch or something, but it was something absolutely gross and it was mixed with apple juice. And he said, Take this, it's called an Al Capone. So I was like, Oh, I'll take an Al Capone, it's gotta be delicious. So I take the shot and before I could even pull the glass away from my lips, I puked all over this <laughs> bottle of Mountain Dew that was chilling on the couch. I mean, not all of the couch that was flipped. So on the bar, let's say, yacked all over the Mountain Dew bottle, and it ruined my night completely. But the best part about it was the next morning, I uh, I went over to that apartment because I knew the guys whose apartment it was, and uh, just to bullshit and see how the night went after we left and things like that. And one of the guys who lived there was uh, having a hard time waking up, and he's sitting there rubbing his head, chugging the dew from the bottle. (laughs) 
and I see my drip stains all over it. And I was like, oh, homie, that that bottle took a bullet less than 12 hours ago. (laughs) And he's drinking it like, oh, this will cure my hangover. Yeah. The remnants of Capone. I love when I love uh, when people like convulse it like just can't even hold in the puke to get to the toilet like something makes them puke so suddenly that it's just like you're standing up puking and it just comes out yeah yeah and i don't mind puking there's some puke that feels really good but those kind of pukes that's like you know like when you really have to puke and you puke and it's cold like you just drank something really cold and you puke the coldness back up that's actually (laughs) kind of refreshing yeah it's refreshing and it's almost satisfying in a way like it's not even like you needed to puke because of the drink you had or you were nauseous. It's like, man, that puke has probably needed to come out for a while now. And I just didn't know it. <laughs> like it was waiting to happen. Your body needed it. And then it goes down and you're like, wow, I needed that shit for a while. Let me tell you the story of the absolute worst shot that I've ever taken in my life. Ooh, I want to hear this there's a place around the corner from where I used to live in downtown Jersey City. It's called the Golden Cicada. I knew you were going to talk about the John Cicada. <laughs> and uh, anybody in that area knows it. It's it's a uh, it's a hell of a place. I don't you know. I'm not saying anything disparaging about this place. I love it. It's my favorite bar in the land. Have I, you ever been there? No, I was going to say I, I'm excited to have my first experience there. Oh yeah, because we're going next weekend. Yeah, and I hear that the uh, karaoke is one of the best ever uh right don't they do serious karaoke okay let me just break it down for for what it is it's this bar is uh it's just on the corner it's this old ass bar it's run by this gentleman named terry who's who's an asian guy if i was to take a guess i'd say korean but i don't know that might be my racism blasting out there i don't really know (laughs) and uh he's the only one that works there he's he owns it and he lives in the same building the bar is like this little tiny bar you go in there and you don't have a selection of beer. You just say, I'll have a beer. And he literally just gives you anything that he has. And most of the time, there are these weird foreign Asian beers that he gets imported okay. over. And then there's some liquor and stuff yeah. like that. Would you like a golden light or a golden dark? Right. It's not Why even that. You don't even have, You just say Terry beer and he just gives it to you. Okay. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's like a Miller Light or a Heineken. And then other times it's this weird shit, but it doesn't matter, right? Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, and 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 yes, the karaoke is uh, you go there top notch, right? Well, it's what it is is he has a giant screen behind the bar, and then he'll just give you wireless microphones, and on the screen just turn on the YouTube videos of the songs. But the best part about it is, you know, everyone's there at the end of the night, just hammered, screaming anyway. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So let me tell you, so. So it was a uh, it was a night where uh, one of our good friends was moving to another city, and we were there to celebrate his departure. And um, we're just there getting hammered all night. There's probably like 10 of us tops, eight or 10 of us. And there's this girl there who is a cousin of one of our good friends. She might have psychologically evaluated us. <laughs> and uh, and um, this girl is just uh, like when I tell you, Richie, that this girl is just drop dead gorgeous, unbelievable gorgeous. It's it like I can't even explain how and and it's not even like her looks because she she's but she's also just a really cool person yeah. and all this stuff right so so I I have this thing with her and I don't know why and I've never been like this with any girl but whenever I'm around her I just naturally <laughs> flirt with like just flirt out of my mind like I don't normally flirt like you know like a hey what's up girl like, you know you. like that kind of shit it just comes out of me so this night in particular 
um, everybody was all kind of matched up for the most part and shit. So, and, and I just was getting drunk and I was just spending my night just, just probably brazenly hitting on her like an asshole, uh, sitting at the bar towards the end of the night, Terry comes around with these shots and there, he just lays them out on the bar and, and, and pours the fucking alcohol and you could smell the poison coming out of this. He doesn't, there's no, it's no what it is. It's, this is just, he's like, you guys, you guys take this shot, right? Now, I'm sorry. Was it a concoction he made or was it just already straight out the bottle? I don't know. Okay. I was thinking Bacardi 151. No, 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 no. It, this is, this is something that I've never, I, I've been a pretty professional drinker for a very long time. I would agree. This is something that I've never encountered before right. in my life. And, uh, I see everybody taking it. You know, and again, this is like three in the morning at this point, and everyone's mm-hmm. just fucking blasted. And uh, I see everybody taking it and then smelling it and being like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But I'm trying to play fucking Mr. Smooth in front of this gorgeous girl, right? <laughs> okay. So the guy lays out the two shots in front of us. The smell's wafting, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like, we're going to take the shot or what? And she <laughs> was just like, no, no, I'm not taking the <laughs> shot. And, and, I, and for some reason in my stupid fucking caveman brain uh-huh. i thought like the shot was going to impress her or something <laughs> i don't even know if i was at that point looking back at it now maybe that's what it was here's the fucking kicker as I- your eyebrow hairs were falling <laughs> off when you were smelling it <laughs> yes i mean this shit was fucking nasty um and so what ended up happening was i'm sorry i lost my place oh yeah so i'm in on our and fucking so I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to take this shot. And then I look down in my shot glass, and there's a dead fly in my shot glass. So you think that at that point, I'd shut it the fuck down and just be like, all right, this isn't going to happen. This, this, this poison is obviously killing flies out of the air, and they're dropping yeah. that, right? But still, in my fucking stupid manly show-off bullshit, I fucking fingered the fly out of the shot glass like that was going to impress her. Like I'm some uh-huh. grade school kid, you know? And I fucking was like, all right, here we go. And I took the shot. I couldn't get halfway through it. And I was like, Whoop, and fucking ran into the bathroom. It was the most, this, it t- I, I don't know what turpentine fucking tastes like, <laughs> but I guarantee you that there was turpentine in that fucking thing. Yikes. And, 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 and everybody else concurred. It. Most, some, most of the girls couldn't finish it. The guys that did suck it down were in pain. It was like he fucking pranked us. Like, you know, Could have been. No, but here's the fucking deal. Find out later that that's the golden cicada shot that he gives to all the regulars. And then once you take that shot successfully, he gives you, which we are all proud owners of now, the golden cicada necklace, which is a gold plate. Like, you know, it's cheap. It's not real gold, but a gold necklace with a fucking golden cicada on the bottom. Wow. Does it hang that low? Oh, it hangs fucking low. Oh, I'm taking the shot when we go, baby. Yeah. I'd rock that with pride. Oh, we do. That is awesome. Yeah, so that was worth it. Oh, I want one of those. But yeah, I just made a big <laughs> ass out of myself and fucking. I don't know why I thought for a second like, oh, m- me acting like a dead fucking uh, insect in my shot <laughs> isn't going to deter Deb, Doug. You know what I mean? Oh, it's all good. You were the chief at that moment. <laughs> the funny thing about that story, even though that is a goodie, it reminds me of a goodie. I was. Uh, <laughs> I was with my bros, and uh, we've talked before about how me and my bros have the uh, Giordana boys night out in the city. Yeah, just the three boisterous Italians. Exactly. Running amok. Uh Uh-huh. Sweating, stinking. Yeah. 
eating pizza, pasta. That's it, baby. Gabagol. <laughs> Gabagook. Gabagook. But um, there's a bar across from Yankee Stadium. It's called Stands. Now, anyone that's been to Stands uh, knows how crazy it gets before the game starts. But uh, the bar itself. I'm uh, sorry. This is from Yankee Stadium in the Bronx? Right across from Yankee Stadium. Bar called Stands. Got it. Yeah. The bar itself is filled with, uh, you know, um, memorabilia. There's pictures of all, uh, you know, previous Yankees players. Mm -hmm. So it's just a collage of all people from the Yankees. Got it. So I could picture it in my mind. Yeah. You're doing a great job painting this picture. Thank you. That's that's what I do. I know. I make it vivid. You do. So um, we ordered three shots of Jameson. Okay. Because that's how we get down. Got it. So there's three shots of Jameson. This bartender's so busy because it's before the game. So this guy's beyond busy. He may have one other guy working, but this bar is packed. So we get our three shots. I look down, and it looks like there's a little leaf chilling in my shot, you know, just floating away in there. Just a little perfect leaf sitting there. And I said, man, you know, there was no women to impress, so I wasn't going to drink this thing. <laughs> just a so, bunch of sweaty fucking savage Yankees fans. That's it. So, uh, just, just fucking thinking about how they'd love to fucking lick Jeter's balls. Yeah. So there's a leaf floating in my, uh, Jameson there. So this guy's beyond busy, but I'm telling my bros, man, I'm not drinking this thing. Who knows where that leaf has been? And, uh, I'm going to call him over here and I'm getting myself a fresh shot. So by the time I get this guy's attention after he serves a good thousand people before he gets back to me. I said, bro, can you come over here and look at my shot? There's a leaf in it, and it's floating in my shot. I need a new one. The guy looks over at my shot, looks at it, and goes, bro, it's fucking DiMaggio's brim. (laughs) So the reflection from Joe DiMaggio's hat was reflecting through my shot and making the image of a leaf floating at the top of my Jameson. So, of course, from this moment until present day... Me and my brothers call a shot of Jameson DiMaggio's Brim. You guys are naughty. Because it was fucking, bro, it's fucking DiMaggio's Brim. <laughs> definitely one of the funniest. I felt like an asshole, but it was definitely a funny thing that happened. Speaking of alcohol, um, I, I'm enjoying a vodka right now because uh, it's Friday night and mm-hmm. the mood is right. Yeah. I just want to let you know that if I pass out... Uh, just, I guess, continue doing the show or something. Yeah, I'll talk to myself. Because I've, I've been on this uh, diet lately, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I've been feeling a little lightheaded. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that's a good thing on a diet or not. Are you eating, but, uh, are you eating anything besides toilet paper? Uh, well, toilet paper is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, napkins and, uh, you know, paper towels. You could put a little Italian dressing on your toilet paper, but not creamy Italian. It's just got to <laughs> be like the oil and vinegar type. Now I'm doing this fucking uh, ketogenic thing, and it's it's like uh, I, basically what it is is just you're just not eating carbs, you know? Right? Because I because to be honest, be honest with you here, Rich, I've I've been doing a lot of body changing lately. Okay. You know, dropped a lot of weight, started building some muscle. I think you know, and uh, I just hit what they uh, what they call in the exercise world a plateau. I knew you were going to say plateau. Mm-hmm. Plateaued a little bit. Couldn't couldn't drop the, the the next blah blah blah. How many towns I needed? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying this thing, which everybody rant, rants and raves about. It's probably the new fad or whatever. And um, yeah, been a little lightheaded. Yeah, and this is the first time I'm introducing alcohol to the situation. <laughs> so if I start spinning out of control and fall on my face, then I don't know. Talk and to the audience. Now, has there been any positive 
uh, occurrences since you started the what is it called? Uh, this uh, well, it's a it's it's called the ketogenic. Diet. Oh, ketogenic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, what you want is these ketones that uh, to pop up, and they eat fat instead of the glycose that is, is produced by carbs. Right, right. That's why they tell people if you want to lose weight to eat breakfast. Well, it has more to do with that. It, 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 oh, I, I didn't say that's the whole diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's boring, and who gives a fuck? But basically, what it is is you're eating mostly fat, a l- some protein, and like almost no carbohydrates, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you roll like that for a while, and and your body it, your body uh, enters uh, ketosis, which is where it uses fat to fuel the body instead of sugars and glycose that are produced by carbs. Yeah. It's all people do it also. uh, There's another way to do it. And I have been doing this. And this is the reason that I continued on with the diet now is because a lot of people, what they do is they'll exercise uh, stars. So like um, fasted. So you don't eat for 12 hours, like, you know, like you don't eat for four hours before you go to bed and you sleep and then you get up and then you go do your exercise without eating any sort of fuel. Ooh. And what that does is that kicks in those sweet, sweet ketones. Really? It doesn't sound safe at all. Uh, it is. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? I, I always thought that eat breakfast and you'll lose weight thing is a farce. But even when I didn't exercise a lick, I uh, I started working a job where I woke up really early. It's when I, you know, I put down the tools and I tried to be a businessman. But I, <laughs> I had a, a commute to work, so I woke up really early. And I say, you know what, since I'm waking up early, I might as well eat a little breakfast, you know? So I was waking up early. I would have a little breakfast and I'd go to work. Still wasn't exercising a stitch, but I noticed myself losing weight and getting into shape because I started eating breakfast and eating like a normal human being, not starving myself all day. And then when it came time to dinner, having like eight courses twice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, here's the thing. I've, I've always been into, to like, uh, as in my adult life, I should say, mm-hmm. ever since I got to the point where I'm like, wait, I can't eat whatever I want anymore. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I've always kind of been into the exercise, uh, into the exercise and, and, you know, in keeping my body strong and stuff like that. Although sometimes it doesn't look like it because I just fall off the fucking wagon for months and just pound beers and eat everything yeah, and I get well, fat. And the then I fucking, do it, my friend. But there's, if there's one thing that I know, about the science behind losing weight and exercising and what's good for you and what's not good for you is that nobody fucking knows. Yeah. Nobody has any... It's just like everything else in life. There's no constant. There's no solid. Every person will tell you like it's gospel. Dude, the only way to lose weight is you got to eat five small meals a day Mm -hmm. and that bumps up your metabolism. And then you hear a doctor saying, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It just goes for every person that knows the truth of losing weight. There's 10 other people that are against that fact and vice versa. And it keeps going on. So what you got to do is just got to find what works for you. Exactly. I was going to say, you know. Losing weight and making your body the way you want is an individual thing, and you got to find what works for you. Well, everybody has different metabolisms. There's some people out there that that, uh, that they've found out now um, that exercising just doesn't work for. There's some people out there that they could exercise, they could train to be a fucking triathlete, fucking. marathon fucking runner Mm -hmm. and they they they, i mean they'll probably lose some weight but they'll never be skinny right it won't change their body that much there's so many different fucking yeah that could be part of your thyroid yeah right yeah now i personally i do believe 
that eating breakfast i do believe the old cliche of breakfast is the most important meal of the day exactly. I, do, I do believe that i believe it too the problem is is most people are like oh you gotta eat breakfast every day and then they're like pork roll egg and cheese on an everything bagel with yeah, salt pepper yeah. ketchup i uh-huh. mean that's not the fucking way it goes right although this ketogenic diet is a bunch of cheeses and meats and stuff so mm-hmm. i don't know we'll see what happens yeah. i'll let you know and i'll tell you man you know my blood pressure may be through the roof and my cholesterol does not paint a pretty picture but I do eat a shitload of food. I eat whatever the fuck I want. And I go crazy like a madman. When it, when I have a good meal in front of me, I'll tell the waitress to bring number two. Yeah, you I know. know. And I just... That's well documented on this podcast. Yeah. I saw you eat and, seven uh, hamburgers one day. Exactly. And I... Like I, fucking Blimpy or whatever his name uh, is from fucking Popeye. Seven... <laughs> what's his name? Blimp, you mean Wimpy. Wimpy. What's Blimpy. Uh, a place that makes subs. Uh, I thought it was just a cute name for a blimp. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a sub shop that oh. makes shitty sandwiches. Oh, uh, okay. Don't sue Blimpy. <laughs> but yeah, Wimpy, he uh, he pays you Tuesday uh, okay. for a ham- yeah. hamburger today. But hamburger, I want cheese on that shit. Well, not only did you have cheese on the hamburger, so making it thus a cheeseburger, mm-hmm. but then you also had um, a, a, a conglomerate of different salads that would normally be on the yeah. side. It was mostly potatoes. So you had a potato salad, you had a macaroni salad, dare I say a pasta salad, like a spiral pasta salad. Oh, that's like one of my faves. All on top of these hamburgers, yeah. and of which you ate seven. Cut out the middleman, baby. Who needs a fork? <laughs> no, I get, look. I get it. We we grew up in New Jersey. We know the fat sandwiches. Yeah, I understand. You want to throw everything on the sandwich. That wasn't so much a fat sandwich, but if it was, I would call it the fat cookout because pretty much that's all stuff that you'd have at a barbecue. You'd have the hamburger, you got your potato salad, you know. Uh-huh. It's like a little mini barbecue in your yard. So let's call it the fat cookout. You know what I was? You know this is interesting because well, actually I I hate saying that because who knows if this is actually interesting. <laughs> okay. um, it, it is to me. It's, yes. Oh, thank you. Uh, I was thinking about this today because I read something on the internet. What, how much I eat? No, 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 oh, okay. no, no. I'm fully aware of that. All right. Uh, going back to the fat sandwiches. Oh. Um, I read something on the internet today that In-N-Out Burger mm-hmm. is they're going to be opening one on the East Coast. Oh, cool. Okay. I want to try. Okay, yeah. No, that's cool, right? The only thing cooler would be if they opened a Big Kahuna Burger. <laughs> Look at a big brain on Brad. Yeah. Um, Okay, so here's the thing, though, that I was thinking is uh, whenever I, I, I have a weird thing about In-N-Out Burger because everybody from the West Coast is – or when people go to the West Coast, everybody's throwing up their Instagrams of their fucking, uh, you know, animal-style fucking In-N-Out Burger and, you know, and all this shit. Really? It's In-N-Out Burger? Yeah. I thought the big uh, fanfare goes to Jack in the Box. No, no, no. In-N-Out Burger is by far uh, okay. on the West Coast the thing, right? I believe it. And then I started thinking about people's uh, like allegiances to fast food restaurants. Like some people like have like hold such an identity to their fast food restaurants and act like it's the biggest thing in the world. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, in and out Burger, I've never had it, but I'm sure it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Five Guys, delicious. Surf Taco is another one that people like fucking love and and, and want to and want to tell everybody. Yeah, I get it. I get all of that. But they're just fast food restaurants. Yeah. And the fat sandwiches made me feel the same way because that was such a big thing when we were kids. Like, oh, you got to go to the grease trucks and get a fat sandwich. Every time we played a show in in uh, New Brunswick, we'd end up at the grease trucks and getting a fat sandwich. Yeah. And people would actually argue about, well, I like a fat bitch better. I like a fat Daryl better. I like a fat, you know, and it's just like, yeah. 
And these people are. Def- I was always a fat knight man myself. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, they're not bad. Oh, they're great. But what I'm saying is that people are like vehemently defending this ultimately shitty sandwich. Yeah. I mean, you know, like they taste great, but I mean, we're talking about just a bunch of fried shit. And then when you bring it to the uh, to fast food spectrum, you know, where you're talking about these corporations that are just making this this, you know, like sure, In and Out Burger tastes delicious, and Five Guys taste fucking delicious. Uh huh. But. I mean, it's still just fucking really bad fast food. Right. You never hear what I'm saying is you never hear someone being like, uh, like some five fucking star Michelin rated fucking restaurant and being like, oh shit, that's my shit. You know, like nobody ever does that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. fucking, you know, uh, it's just weird the way people yeah. treat fast food. Like it's their. No, you're right. You're it's right. Their shit. Shit. I have a, a fast food hierarchy just like I have a shenanigans hierarchy. Yeah, I think we went through this. We did. We did. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure you know that Wendy's sits on top for RTG. Okay. You know. All right. Wendy's is as close to restaurant food as you could get for fast food. I know you said five guys, but of course. <laughs> five guys. Of course the five guys is up there. But for some reason, they don't sit in the, even though it is fast food. It totally it's totally is. fast food. Of yeah. course it is. But I don't put them in the uh, fast food category, you know. Really? Because it's that step yeah. better? So you're t- when you're talking Maybe about because you can't get a toy when you, <laughs> but you could get a, a, all the peanuts you want, my friend. That is true. All the peanuts you want. Um, so you so basically when you say fast food, you mean McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. Yeah, and that's it. Or I don't know, you could throw in Taco Bell. You but they don't. So I'm talking KFC. about burger places. Right, burgers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, if that's the case, then I would agree with you because Wendy's is the most edible because the other two aren't edible. Yeah. And you should not eat there. No. They're almost poison. Exactly. They actually are poison. Yeah. I think that the plastic they used to make the toys is the same <laughs> material they used to make the burgers. Yes. <laughs> Although, I mean, I, I can't fucking lie about the fact that every once in a while I have this burning desire for McDonald's fries. Fries. It's like yeah. if you if you grew up eating that shit, which we all did because we came from poor families and, and you'd be bitching and your mom would be like, fine, just just throw this shit in your mouth. Yeah. Um, it it changes your DNA. It like it makes you fucking like really crave that shit. It took yeah. me a very long time. I mean, we're talking, we're talking probably three or four years ago. So I was already in my thirties. He puts an addictive chemical in his chicken <laughs> with his wee beady eyes. Seriously, it I t- suck at a Scottish accent. By the way, that's okay. Uh, you know what I'm talking. Say about. he'd pants now. He'd pants knee. See, that's pretty good. You're pretty good at it. I'm trying. I I feel like you're good at it, my friend. Anyway, yeah, it took me into my early 30s to be like, I'm never eating this again and sticking with it and still get cravings for it every yeah. once in a while. When was the last time you had something fast? Uh, well, I've had um, I've had Taco Bell. Taco Bell is an exception that I, right. I let myself have every once I in a while. Because, again, I, I don't... I, we're talking burgers, baby. Here, here's, here's the thing of mine. I don't know if I've ever said this before. And if I did, bear with me. I'm bearing. Um, I f- like, I'm not a food snob, mm. right? I might be a snob in many things. I'm not a food snob. I was going to say, the food stands alone, huh? Uh, yeah. I'm also not a beer snob. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, fucking, you know, I'll give you that. You know I enjoy a Coors OG over That's anything. That's right. That's right. Uh, I was a beer snob for a little bit. But then I was like, this shit is way too expensive. They're not that much better. And everybody I know that's a beer snob is just a fat fuck. So I'm yeah, out. Yeah, good. Anyway. Um, what was it? Oh, so I feel like... There is uh, there is something to be said for the fast food equivalent of food. Okay, bear with me. I'm here. 
of course, I love fucking good ass pizza. I'm from the East Coast. I'm from the fucking New Jersey, New York area. So, of course, I know what really good pizza is. No doubt. No doubt. And I want that 95 to 99% of the time. However, every once in a while, for some reason, I want Domino's or Papa John's or Pizza Hut. Really? Now, here's the thing. It's not because I'm craving pizza. If I was craving pizza, I'd go get a slice of real pizza. Yeah. Just every once in a while, I crave the fast food equivalent to pizza. Yeah. And that's the same thing. The same thing goes with burgers. And then mostly, because it's my favorite type of food ever, is Mexican food. You know, like people say to me all the time, uh, why the fuck would you eat Taco Bell when you could go to Chipotle? Ew, Chipotle sucks. Well, but it's a higher grade, let's say, right? All right, but I'll still take Taco Bell. But, but, or, 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 or let's say we, I, right now, since I'm in the area, I could go to fucking Juanito's and Red yeah, Bank. Or, what? That's considered fast food? No, no, that's real Mexican. Oh, that's it's, some good ass shit. That's what I'm saying. Okay. People are like, why would you go get Taco Bell? When you could get everything else, and my and my answer to that is is I don't see ta- I don't have a craving for Mexican food, and they'll g- then go get Taco Bell. I just have a craving for Taco Bell. I hear you. You see what I'm saying? Like I what the fuck that is? Whatever that may be, whatever crazy poison soy based fucking <laughs> high fructose corn syrup fucking weirdness they're throwing in there. Yeah. Every once in a while, I just want that shit. That's the truth. You know. That's the truth. So that's my that's my argument. Yeah. I felt like that, I was arguing with myself. No, like, that's not out there. Why do I get so worked I, up over that? I feel you because um, I'm the same way with Mickey D's. Like I don't. Well, right. You know, I McDonald's is. I don't. I don't even know. Should I call it a burger? I don't know. Whatever it is, it, I mean, it, it looks like a burger, but I just crave. You know, because usually I, I'll order a Big Mac, so I, it's not because I want a juicy burger. That's hell no. Yeah, right. You just you want know? a Big Mac. Right? Yeah, I like bur- I like you. Got to fucking pull that ground beef out of a big bowl and mold it yourself. Yeah, I don't want no frozen patty thrown on. You know, you might as well make me a tops. <laughs> I'll take a tops <laughs> if I want. You know, but a Big Mac is just a Big Mac. You know, and I hear you on the fries. But man, Wendy's has stepped its fry game up like you wouldn't believe. I love a Wendy fry. I feel like there's someone in the back cutting each and every fry singly my fucking go-to wendy's meal is uh is now i'm even saying this and i haven't bacon i haven't had fucking carbs in forever i I could do a baconator every once in a while more than that i'd like a double with cheese with bacon because you could add bacon so it's not the baconator where it's just like fucking you know right it's just a dave's double with bacon dave's double with bacon fries and a uh, and a order of chicken nuggets with ranch. Mm, see, That's ranch, my go-to. Ranch is where you lost. Me. Really? Yeah. I'm a Wendy's hu- ranch I'm is a amazing. Honey, honey mustard myself. Oh, see, that's fucking weird. You're a fucking girl. I- I'm a girl for liking yes. honey mustard. Yes. I think girls eat more with ranch than they do honey mustard, my friend. Mm. Well, then call me a girl. Yeah, you're because I love you're some the fucking girl in this ranch dressing. Girls love the ranch, mm. brother. I don't know, honey they mustard. They love it. I don't know, honey mustard's a little faggy. <laughs> it's a little faggy. Man. All right. Well, I'm just gonna let you know. Well, what are you dunking honey mustard? Right now, someone's like, honey mustard, you fucking piece of... What? I'm sorry. What do you dunk into honey mustard? Uh, I don't... I will normally not use honey mustard. It's not that I don't like it. You it's want just, me to tell if you? I have choices otherwise, I'm not going to do it. You want me to tell you? Yeah. Hey. Oh, God. I <laughs> got you again. Yeah, with the hey, I get it. You didn't even know it was coming. Hey. No, but seriously, you know what you dunk in Frosties? French fries. Yeah, everybody exactly. does. Yeah. All right, just checking. And that's the sweet and just, the savory. I was just friend. seeing if you were listening. You don't have to tell me about the sweet and the savory. I am the sweet and the savory master. 
All right, so you like uh, you like uh, what's it called? Chocolate covered pretzels. Yeah, and how could you? Right, and just ha- making sure. How could you like dipping fries into a frosty and you not like a take five bar? I told you I didn't like take five. Well, bars. you said that they were. You obviously you like them because there's nothing. There's nothing in the world that could be uh, consumed that you won't consume. But but you said that they're not your favorite. Only because I have a favorite chocolate bar. What's that? The whatchamacallit. What? Yeah. What? Delicious. Okay. I've known you for 30 years. Number one, that's a piece of information that I've truly not known. Sometimes on this show, I'll act like I don't know what you're talking about just for the sake of the fucking conversation, but I really know. That truly, 100% shoot, I did not know. Really? I don't think I've ever had a whatchamacallit. Well, then how are you going to ridicule me on it? I just was stunned at the words that came out of your mouth. Oh, well, I'll tell you. Take 5 is great. And if a whatchamacallit didn't exist, Take 5 would be number one. Take 5 is number one. there is something about the whatchamacallit that is so good, and I don't know what it is. Sometimes if you get it and it's been sitting on the shelf a tad long, because like you said, who goes out for a whatchamacallit? They've probably been there forever. Yeah. But it has this. Like, well, every time you pick up a whatchamacallit from like Quick Check or something, you probably have to blow dust off of it. <laughs> True. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, there's an advertisement of it of like that woman that flexes her muscle with the bandana on her head, like eat whatchamacallit. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's win WW2. <laughs> I like Ike. Yeah. But uh, it has this cookie wafer around it that I can't identify. And it is amazing, and it's it's so tight knit, you know. I don't even know what's in a whatchamacallit. I don't think I, it's one has ever graced my lips. That's why it's called that. Who the hell knows what it is? Okay, whatchamacallit? Okay. No, it's a it's a cookie caramel chocolatey bar of heaven. Okay, let's put it that way. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Well, take fives are by far my uh, my favorite thing, and you know what's weird about a take five is that they were invented in the early two thousands. This is like the baby of candy bars. Yeah. Most candy bars have been around since fucking World War One, and this this one came out after fucking Kurt Cobain died, and it's by far the best candy bar ever made. It's the- amazing. They had fucking Mars. They had Zagnut, but it took them till the two thousands to make a fucking Take Five. Yeah, whoever thought about that? You get to fucking you get your chocolate, you get your pretzel, you get some fucking peanut butter and a little exactly. bit of caramel. Slap that shit together. Exactly. Mm-mm. You know what? I think it took them a while to realize that chocolate and peanut butter. I mean, chocolate and uh, pretzels is an amazing combo. But why? There's been chocolate covered pretzels forever. True story. You got a point there. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. I know. And what took them so fucking long? I don't know. I lost fucking 21 years or 22 years of my life when I could have been eating Take 5 bars. Seriously. And then, you know... That that take five bars came out while my, after my metabolism started taking a fucking dump. <laughs> Seriously, that came. I could be sh- called take five years off my life. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, that's enough on yeah. candy. And bars. I'm getting so hungry right now. I'm fucking. I can't eat anything. You know what? I left here. Uh, what's it called? I left here last Tuesday. The whole time dreaming about the burger that I missed. I'm sorry. It's all right. You should have wrapped it up and uh, mailed it to me. I would have ate it when it got there. It was a tense. It was a tense situation at it Awkward was. High Five Studios yeah, last Tuesday. It was, but you know what? We was... came out of the studio all in good spirits after laughing and having a good show, and then uh, shit went downhill really quick. We had to disperse really quick. And that's I, all I'm saying about I, that. And I couldn't eat the burger. You that, couldn't eat the burger. I'm sorry. Where, that's where my depression lies. I'm sorry. It's all good. There'll be other burgers. There'll be more roasted chicken, and uh, you know. That's it, you know? Well, besides about how much food you can eat, 
and uh, what is the most delicious delicious food you could possibly eat? That's uh, that pretty much sums up the meaning of life for me. <laughs> I was dying. I was fucking dying to see how you were going to turn that segue. And man, man, did you fall on your face on that one. No. Did I? Yeah. I thought you were going to say I pleased you. No. Oh, you pleased me because it was so bad that I laughed my ass off. Hey, that's what I go for. But uh, That's what RTG stands for. I'm sorry. I just have to tell them anyway. We we have we have a sheet of topics. Fourth wall, dev dog. Fourth wall. Topics that we're trying to get to. And uh, and, and, and and like normal, we, we opened the show, started rambling about bullshit and haven't gotten to any of them. So I was getting tired of the, the candy talk. So I pointed to the first topic on the list saying fucking transfer over to that. And then you came up with whatever the fuck you just said, which is crazy. Thank you. Okay. No, I'm go- I'll say. Okay. So go ahead. That's why the kids out there call me the wild card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. But yeah, I was, uh, I was talking to this cat not too long ago. We were kind of having a series. You were talking to a cat? Yeah. You ever hear a cat talk? Yes, I heard a cat talk is, to my next door neighbor when I was in high school. When I was getting that, dropped off from school, I remember you telling me that yes. story, mm-hmm. and that gave me nightmares for a while. He said, "Hi, Rob." Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, yeah it freaked me the fuck out. And then out. my next door neighbor was like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah, that's fucking weird. Now, granted, we did a lot of acid in high school, but I'm pretty sure that I fucking saw that go. Down. I think you told me that story before we even did acid, so we can't even count that as drugs. Yeah, it was high school because I was driving. It was uh, high school. Uh, maybe you were on drugs. Yeah. But, um, yeah, two cats in front of my house, standing at least 10 feet away from each other in full conversation. Not English, not any other language that I can identify, but they were actually taking turns saying things to each other. And I wish, uh, I wish there were... Was one wearing roller skates and rhyming a lot? I really wish I could get that joke. You don't get that reference? No. Has your child, has your inner child oh, died? Oh, I know. You're talking about uh, Riff Raff or Heathcliff. Yes. Uh, okay. Riff, what was that? Riff Raff, yeah. Uh, can you name all his buddies? Because I sure as hell can't, except Mungo. Uh, Mungo, Riff Raff, and I think that was it. And Heathcliff, no. there's one more. You're wrong here, buddy. Okay. Because Heath- Mushmouth? Oh, no, it was Fat Albert. Because Heathcliff and Riff Raff weren't buddies they were two different cartoons no 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 no. heathcliff heathcliff no one could he stood alone no he no heathcliff and uh and and garfield were back to back sometimes i thought and riffraff was in heathcliff's crew really yeah because i i is heathcliff the leader of the crew because i always thought riffraff was the leader he wore like the the pimp hat and rocked a cane and shit. Wait, then who am I thinking? Who am I thinking that uh, was on roller skates and rhyming all the time? That's not Riff that, Raff. No, that's Wordsworth. <laughs> oh my god, that is Wordsworth, my friend. Uh, the and Cadillac, he, cats. and he always rocked like the Dr. Dre Beats headphones. Holy shit! Oh, you're right. The Cadillac Cats. Yep, is the name of an animated series that. Um, that formed the second half of each episode of the animated series Heathcliff. You're right. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Garfield was with U.S. Acres. Yes. So it was the same format, but it was two different fucking cartoons. True story. So you got Riff Raff, who was the, the leader. You got Mungo. Orange Short Tough Streetwise Alley Cat, whose main residence was one half of an old transport plane. Oh, I like this. You talk. You talk. Hector. Hector. A brown and beige cat who speaks with a New Jersey accent. Yes. Which doesn't exist, by the way. Right. I remember that guy. Wordsworth was the poet. Yep. On on skates with Dr. Dre Beats headphones. Mungo. Uh Uh-huh. Fat friend did nothing. And uh, the one that everybody wanted to fuck, Cleo. 
Cleo. Remember? Yes. Oh, yes. Look, she's got the landing strip. Uh-huh. She could pull it off. And then this is incredibly uh, racist. Um, a-, a dog who lived in a junkyard, his name was Leroy. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, my God. That's more racist than Panthro. <laughs> Shit, Lion-O, I'm just in the garage fixing your car. <laughs> Get back to work, Panthro. Yeah. Wait, so what was the last one? Uh, Leroy, the junkyard Leroy, dog. Leroy, the junkyard dog. Son of a bitch. Ugh, we're I not- don't like that one. We're not going to get to your meaning of life thing, are we? No, because I'm just so amazed that people pulled that shit off back then. Between Panthro, this fucking guy, Leroy... Fucking Coco Beware, Virgil. Well, the 80s was a simpler time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A very simpler time where that shit flew. Wait, why is Coco Beware a black stereotype? Because he had a parrot? That's like, what, because he's from the tropics? I don't know. Something about Coco Beware doesn't strike me right. I get Virgil because Virgil was Ted DiBiase's fucking slave. Oh, I know why. Why? Coco. Not even thinking. <laughs> Holy Fucking shit. Coco. And do you remember Greg the Hammer Valentine and uh Coco Beware? Either it was Valentine and Coco Beware, or it was Valentine and Junkyard Dog had a serious beef going. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, sometimes when wrestlers gave their promo, they were inebriated at some sort, as we all know. They all were. Uh, yeah, most of them. You if know, they weren't all fucking zooted on coke, they were fucking raging on roids. Exactly. Yeah. No. Most of them loved the yawn, but uh, every once in a while, you get a few on the drink. You okay, know, yeah, like sure. Rowdy Roddy, always on the drink. Mm-hmm. Said great shit. I'm gonna eat a garage. <laughs> yeah, gonna get rude. <laughs> But we had one that I watched and couldn't believe it exists. Even mean Gene Okerlund, I think he he did the old look at his watch and go down the fake escalator because he couldn't believe it was going on. Uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine wasted on the mic, shit mouthing either Coco Beware or Junkyard Dog says, "When I get done with you, you're going to be nothing but a big brown stain in the center of the center of the ring." Oof. Yeah, and mean Gene Okerlund did the old looking at his watch going down the L. <laughs> He's like, holy shit. He's like, whoa, 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 Greg, easy. If his real name real name was Greg. Right. You know, not John the Hammer Valentine. But back then, it was probably like, they probably cringed a little bit, but whatever. If that happened right now, there would be fucking boy- There would be boycotts. Yeah. Sponsors would be pulling out. Vince McMahon would be like, what's going on? You know, Seriously. like it would be the fucking, uh-huh. you know. It'd be, it'd be Junkyard Dogs Lives Matter. Now, it's not to say that I, I think that anybody sh- uh, should make racist comments. I'm not a right. racist person. It's, I know what you mean. It's insensitive and people shouldn't do that. However, the fucking outrage that happens now, th- these mm-hmm. special interest groups and social justice warriors, yeah. the worst fucking thing ever created, yeah. like that they, they, they go on these crusades now and try to get everybody fucking fired the second they slip the fuck up. Seriously. Come on, man. And consider the source. You're going to start a riot based on someone named Greg the Hammer Valentine and right. what he says, you know Some what I mean? Some fucking fat hick with a mullet. Yeah. yeah. Give it a break. Right. But, you know, that also reminds me of, uh, you know, not to sound racist, but it is pretty funny. Well, you're Italian, I, so you're gonna, people understand because you grew up that way. Yeah. And, you know, when I say racist stuff, I, I am, you know, by no means racist. You know what I mean? I just think 
how everyone else should think. It's funny. Make fun of me. I think it's funny. Make, you know, make fun of my nationality. I know. Who gives right. A shit? Like, you're a fucking dirty wop. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're just like, you should be on the, on the fucking, uh, on the, the picture on a pizza box. You're all yeah. greasy and shit. Yeah. And you're fucking. Sp- spinning a fucking big thing of dough. You chop fucking vowels off the end of words for no reason. Exactly. Fucking, you want to, you want to be the fucking Sopranos. I eat gabagook out of the crisper in my fridge. <laughs> You know what I mean? Talk shit. I don't care. It's funny shit. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. like stereotypical shit like that is just stereotypes are funny. All right. Just leave it at that. But uh, you kind of made me lose my train of thought, but it's going to come back. Um, I'm surprised it took that long. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. You fucking totally made you're, me You're talking it. about not to be racist and then you're about to be racist. So go ahead and do it. Uh, Racial, I'll say. Not what, right. what were we talking? Wrestling? Yes. Is that what we You're talking about Greg the Val- uh, Hammer Valentine said he was going to make Virgil a shit Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, a funny thing in the history of racism, and this probably goes back to maybe even the 70s. Oh, I know what you're going to do. And the dude lost his job because of it. But it's pretty damn funny, you know what I mean? Okay, now I know exactly what you're going to say because you All love right. doing this impression, yeah. and I like it. Yeah. But... You uh, think it's over the top? No, you think it's too much? It's funny be- going back. It's funny because the fact of what happened and the way the guy fucking whatever the joke itself isn't funny yeah right okay it's the whole happening okay it's the whole occurrence. everybody knows it anyway so just do it right everybody knows it anyway but for the people who don't because i did tell this story not too long ago and the person who i told to never heard it before and so it's great to tell someone who doesn't know so for those of you who don't know <laughs> everybody i'm sure remembers or has heard the voice of howard cosell the famous voice commentator for most Sports, obviously the NFL. Everybody knows that voice. People have impre- have impersonated that voice, whether they ever heard of the dude or not. He's, you know, and he was a racist. Let's put it that way. I'm sure he's even made, a f- I think at a time he made a few racist comments to Muhammad Ali, you know. But Muhammad Ali took it as a joke. Yeah, right. You know, and he was a good sport about it. And they busted each other's balls, you know, as, as any man should. But uh, the reason why good old Howard lost his job was uh, during a Washington Redskins game. I forget who they were playing, but uh, a receiver caught a ball, and he did some sweet juking maneuvering and ran it back for a touchdown. And as he did his spin and took off towards the end zone, all you hear is old Howard go, look at that monkey run. (laughs) And then five seconds later, he says, I can't believe I just said that. (laughs) You got to appreciate the humor, the timing, of course, the timing was impeccable, and it's fucking great, you know? But He lost his job. But he lost that job, but then, I mean, everyone knows Howard Cosell. He went on to work after that. It's not like his career shut down. Right, right. You know, he just, he, he, had, to, he had to take the axe for that one. Oh, uh, he took it. But nowadays, you'd be ostracized. Yes, you know, like if, if fucking Like Norma Dean. Right, if one of these fucking guys on uh, Monday Night Football said, look at that monkey run, like, he would have to move to another oh, country. Yeah, There'd yeah. be people outside of his house fucking with picket signs and Seriously. all this shit. Seriously. And I mean, exactly. that's, that's fucking extreme. It shouldn't exist. Hanging effigies of him. Okay, well, we're, we'll save the uh, meaning of life for next episode. Yeah, I do yeah, want to talk why? to you about that because yeah, we'll because talk about the because meaning. the way you presented it to me was can't you be- can you believe that this fucking idiot said this this way? And then I was kind of like, well, I do kind of agree with that. So that- yeah, no, I never said he was an idiot. Oh, you know, I, I just mean. said that you know what a wild way of thinking. You know that I, I, I what a wild way of thinking. <laughs> what a wild way of thinking. Language lessons, <laughs> inspiring words from a man. 
who knows how to ski. <laughs> that was a good Howard uh, Cosell mixed with, con- uh, not Confucius, confu- uh, some guy. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Before yeah, I, before we get going, can you, you were talking. Get going? What? We're running out of time here? Yeah, that's why we're not doing the meaning of life. I got shit to talk about. No, I'm just kidding. I do want you to tell, because uh, before you said you heard the um, the the uh, cats talking to each other outside of your window. Oh. I want you to tell the audience my favorite story of all time. That 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 every time you tell me, I fucking die laughing, and I've heard it thirty thousand times, and it's my favorite story. I don't know what you're talking about. Of what you heard outside your window with with two people fighting. Oh yes, I know. What you're, I hope this is what you're talking about. So I'm going to tell this story. If I start telling it and it's not the story you're thinking of, please shut me down. Okay, no, I don't, right? don't worry about but that. But here's the story I think you're talking about uh, here. Okay, so I'm up in my bedroom and I hear a couple fighting outside my window. Is this going correct? <laughs> yes. All right. Go. All right. So this couple's fighting outside outside my window, and uh, the chick, you know, she's driving. She kicks her boyfriend out of the car, probably throws some of his shit out of the car and says, you know, walk your ass home, you know, get the fuck out of the car. So she's back and forth, I guess, you know, deciding on whether or not she's going to pick him back up. And uh, she pulls up to him. She yells out the window, get the fuck away from me. You fake the funk. And then uh, the boyfriend yells back out, yells back to the car and he goes, I fake the funk. You fake the funk. I never fake the funk, and you always fake the funk. And I fucking died. I don't know why I love that so much. Because you think of on a nasty dunk. Because it'd be great if he said that. I just, I just like the fact that like it's just a boyfriend being mad, and she says such a stupid phrase, and then he just tries to turn it back. Or like, I never fake the funk, and you always fake the funk. <laughs> yeah. Um. Keep bringing, keep uh, sending in those uh, band names. Yeah, we appreciate it. We're running a contest right now for someone to name our new band. Uh, we, we don't need a name right now, so we're gonna, we're gonna let it play out for a while. Plus, people take weeks at a time to listen to these episodes and if we could be the first band ever to throw a comma in our band name it could be we never fake the funk but you always fake the funk <laughs> i'm pretty sure there's been comma bands all right um so yeah if you want to take a stab at naming our new band uh hit us up on all the different outlets we're on snapchat now awkward high five on snapchat yeah um we're on twitter awkward hi5 true facebook yeah email awkward high five podcast at gmail all yeah. that good stuff um yeah so send us uh, what you think our band should be named and then a couple podcasts down the line once we amass a, a list we've got a bunch already um but i'm gonna wait till we have a whole bunch so we can read them off and, yeah, and, and choose unveiling and whoever names the band will give you a bunch of shit once we have gear and stuff like that you win a goldfish and then i eat it i'm lost in the trees <laughs> i knew you guys sang it that's my favorite part leave a review on itunes and once we have a hundred of them we're gonna throw a party and i love you all and we'll see you in a few short days hey lover where did you go we first met a long time ago I always knew how to treat you But now I can see you Through this cloud of smoke Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast 
For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.